following program is pre-recorded. Live from the Hope Center in Plano, Texas, this is Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help, and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver, here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, what comes up so often, and I I know you say in the very middle of the word pride, is the (laughs) word I, and uh, that is... That is uh, uh, something to remember. Uh, I think it's uh, it's uh, appropriate that that's there. So tell us about what we need to know about pride. I'm, you know, somebody said I'm I'm very proud of I'm so uh, I'm so proud of that I'm so humble. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, right. Yes. <laughs> spit that out. Well, you know, pr- pride is is often presented as a personal grasping for personal glory. Um, it is is being consumed much more with self uh, than genuine care for others. Uh, By contrast, humility can be presented as a personal letting go, but it's, it's, it's looking at God's, you know, to glorify God, to do, to be, uh, sensitive to the things that God would want us to be sensitive about. So we're told, you know, if you humble yourself, you are being like the the Son of God. If you exalt yourself, you're being like the enemy of God. Um, the enemy meaning uh, Satan, um, who is the chief enemy of God. Um, Jesus says the Son of God, he humbled himself. He emptied himself um, of, um, well, I I guess we could say in contrast, uh, the enemy of God sought to exalt himself. And then we're again talking about uh, the adversary of God. Uh, he said, I will ascend to the heavens. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit enthroned on uh, the mount of assembly on the utmost heights. Um, I, I will ascend above the top of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. Now that's in Isaiah 14. And uh, it's it's kind of like this. I will, I will, I will, I will. You see this. Um, and um, the enemy of God um, spoke with profuse pride. And uh, it was a, del- a deliberate defiance of God himself. And I think many times there are people who that they are not thinking of others um, they're consumed with pridefulness and I, I I'm going to be very candid when I hire people or if we have an employee at Hope for the Heart the one thing I am more concerned about uh, than anything it's not can the person do the job it's a, 
it, the issue is God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Mm-hmm. Knowing that we are a ministry, I, I can't afford, we can't afford to have prideful employees who are far more concerned about themselves. Um, and I, I, I'll be uh, candid here. There are times when you see the word pride, and it's um, it, it doesn't have to always be negative. There's a spirit of conceit. That's what we need to be concerned about, or that I'm concerned about, uh, because it's prioritizing oneself over others. Um, and uh, there is a cost for that. But there also can be, um, they're, they're in English, I would say pride has two meanings. One is that spirit of conceit. Uh, the other would be a spirit of a pleasing satisfaction. Or it could be a proper self-worth, which would be a positive quality. And... You know, um, you could say he takes pride in doing his work as unto the Lord, too. But it would be more um, wanting to do what is is right and best. Um, And so I'm just, I'm very aware that that can be the other meaning as opposed to uh, in the negative sense, being haughty, uh, sometimes even to the point of looking down at others, but disdainful or or prideful in it, which is a different way. And I think, uh, in like in Second Timothy three, people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, uh, abusive, disobedient. Um, ungrateful, unholy. So I just think this is one of the worst qualities to have when it is dealing with arrogance. What does the Bible say about anxiety, abuse, or grief? Does the Bible really say anything about addiction, boundaries, or dealing with difficult people? As June Hunt has often said, there really are biblical solutions to all of life's struggles. We are excited to let you know about the newest and most comprehensive resource from June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart, the Care and Counsel Library. Developed over a span of 35 years with the help of pastors, counselors, and ministry leaders, the Care and Counsel Library is a 50-topic, 10-volume set of books which provide clear answers from God's Word on real-life issues. This is a must-have resource for anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom. And right now, you can save 25% when you get the whole set. Check out the Care and Counsel Library today at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. No matter what you're facing, there's hope. Sometimes it's hard to believe that. When we face challenges at home, work, 
in our family, or maybe a private struggle, it can be hard to see what God is doing. The good news is, you're not alone. If you're facing a difficult life issue, we'd love to help. Give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17 to talk with June Hunt on the Hope in the Night broadcast. You can talk with June about any issue, whether it's family, marriage, anxiety, anger, abuse, grief, or just the everyday stress of life. June would love to hear your story and work through it together with God's Word. The Bible says there is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. If you'd like to talk with June, give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17. That's 1-800-644-4817. Your story might bless someone else's life. You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we'll get to our caller in a moment. If you have uh, questions, anything that we can help you with, if you have some uh, some kind of struggle you might be going through in life, just talk to our customer support team. They'd be happy to uh, suggest some of our resources that might help you. Their number is 800-488-HOPE, and you can reach them anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'd like to hear from you and get some resources on their way to you as quickly as they can. So talk to them, and they'll they'll be happy to do that. We have uh, keys for living on the subject June was talking about a moment ago on pride and humility. It's called the prescription for I. That's the letter I in quotes, prescription for eye strain. And that's available as you talk to customer support. You can ask them for that or any other resource that might be helpful for you. Their number again, 800-488-HOPE. Also, take a look at our website and look at all the resources, materials that we have. And that is hopefortheheart.org slash store. You can find updated keys for living there. Also, June's books that she's written over the years, as well as Bible studies and music CDs. And you can find it at hopefortheheart.org slash store. I want to get to our caller for tonight. We have a listener listening on the podcast. You can do that, too, on all major podcast platforms. Just look for Hope in the Night on those platforms. And uh, the caller tonight is from Kansas. And we welcome back to the program, Jason. Well, hello, Jason. It's good to have you back. Hi. How are you? Well, I'm I'm doing well. Um, So what is going on with you? I know we talked last time. There was some a lot of pain, um, uh, certain, I could say, even confusion. And um, we had had really uh, you were you were in fear of losing your wife to divorce. And um, some of that confusion is gotten better we are actually talking now we've set some boundaries and we are talking between the hours of 6 p.m and 10 every night and we're doing a one week one day a week in-person meeting so that's gotten better um good we still separated but at least we are talking now. Um, I don't know what, what the future holds for us, but I'm hoping that we can pan this out and work towards reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Um, but we need to work with me. 
And that's why I'm calling back um, to help me work on me and myself and try to come up with some ideas on, on how to work on me. Well, that's very candid, and that's, um, that's a positive that you're even phrasing that way because I can tell you what the norm is, and that is pointing the finger and the other person, it's like, it's all your fault, or it's only about you, and not even acknowledging that um, there is a role that um, both have to play. So... Um, I, I'm just saying that because some uh, only do the blame game. In fact, I, I, I know a situation right now where this marriage is not going to make it because um, uh, this man, <laughs> all he is doing is, uh, and I, I've, I've met with this couple and it's so clear there that um, this this husband is is. I mean, if if he thinks him, he really indicates to me that he wants the marriage, but then all he does is, it's just all her. Everything's her fault, and yet I know that's not true, because I know more than he knows that I know. Uh, does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So it really, and there can be blind spots. And I, I, at times we don't, we could have difficulty seeing ourselves accurately. But, um, you know, when it's just the blame game, uh, that does not build togetherness. It does not build confidence within the, about the relationship. So tell me, what is it that she um, is, is saying right now that is the, cons the most concerning? I remember last time there was an issue of you she getting upset. the old me, the happy me, the, the, um, the positive me, the person that, used to not have a care in the world, um, the one that didn't care about the one that just it's hard to it's, it's, the one that didn't have a negative outlook in my voice, basically. Okay. Well, there are times to be concerned. Um, you know, if somebody's always a, a, just positive about everything, uh, everything is not positive and there are times you we have to work through things meanwhile um, I had lost my joy basically 
Ah, okay. So when you say you had lost your joy, I would then have to come back and say, why? What caused you to lose your joy? I think my work lost, I think I lost a little bit of love. I lost my joy because of work. I lost my joy because I wasn't following Christ. Um, I backslid, and I think that was a lot of the reason why. Interesting. You know, I'm going to make a comment that a lot of men um, might not know, and that would be if a man is genuinely yielded to the Lord Jesus Christ and saying, I want to be guided by him. I wanted, I want the Spirit of God to be in control of, of convicting me when I need to be convicted, uh, to counsel me in the way I should go. A wife, a wise wife, will value that tremendously. And because it's not going to be dependent on her, it's going to be, in other words, the, the, the future, the, uh, the, the looking at the relationship. It's not just one, one direction. It's like the Lord is being able to uh, guide the husband. And the, the advantage of being yielded to the Lord where the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. A wise wife looks at that and says, Yes, I can have confidence in my husband when I know he's being directed by the God who created him, the the God who knows the future. Um, and and many times husbands are not aware of that, and they they can be controlling, and that does not give a wife confidence. So I'm, I'm just saying that for the future. Uh, and uh, so, so where are you on what her concern has been? Now, you, you are very candid with me, and I respect that. You said that um, you were not really, it's like you would backslid, backslid and uh, that you were not really following the Lord's will. So, do you know why that has taken place? I think it was just, I got complacent. Um, I got comfortable and just kind of just, 
kind of like how Abraham got when in Genesis when he was when he decided he didn't need God at the time and when he when and the Lord said nope I've got something else for you mm-hmm. and I think I'm at. That's where I was at. And I I just kind of backslid, and I just just didn't follow his ways. I, I kind of just put him on the back burner. I'm comfortable in my life. I've got my family. I've got my home. I'm do, I've got my finances. Um, I'm doing good. And now I've got I've got this, and I think that's where I was at. Mm-hmm. That's how I come for him at the same time in Genesis. You know, you could, I could ask, uh, well, uh, how has that worked for you? <laughs> worked very good. Yeah, not very good. Well, and see, this is where the wise wife, the wise husband, they know they need to be literally dependent on the Lord. That is their strength. It can sound weak. It's not weak at all. For example, you don't know everything. No one knows everything. So, so all the more for you to say, Lord, you know the decisions I need to make uh, when I need to turn to the right, when I need to, to turn to the left, uh, when I need to accept, you know, in other words, all these important decisions we have, and there can be tremendous wisdom in saying, Lord, I, I yield my will to your will. Put a heaviness on my heart if it's the wrong thing to do. Uh, give me peace, absolute peace, when something is right to do. But I, I want to be led by you. Do you ever struggle to believe that God loves you, that he accepts you, forgives you, and sees you as his precious, beloved child? So many people have a distorted picture of God that he is distant, disappointed, or doesn't care about what's going on in our lives. The truth is, God cares about you more than you know. We want to encourage you to check out June Hunt's popular devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. In this 31-day devotional, June Hunt provides compassionate, biblical insight to help you understand and embrace the life-changing identity you have in Christ. Each day provides a biblical truth along with a short reflection and journaling questions to help you see yourself through God's eyes. We give this devotional to every caller on Hope in the Night because it has changed so many lives. Get a copy of June Hunt's devotional for yourself or a loved one at junehunt.org. We would love your prayers here at Hope for the Heart. Over and over in God's Word, the Lord encourages us to lift up one another in prayer. 
we are reminded in 2 Corinthians 1.11, you help us by your prayers. So we want to encourage you to join the prayer team of June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart. You can join the Hope for the Heart prayer team at hopefortheheart.org slash pray. When you sign up to join our prayer team, we will send you an email each month to keep you updated with the latest prayer needs of June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart. Our prayer team is a great way to stay connected and support June and support the Hope of the Night broadcast. We are so grateful for your prayers and support of our listeners and friends like you who make this ministry possible. You can join our prayer team at hopefortheheart.org slash pray. That's hopefortheheart.org slash pray. And thank you for partnering with us in prayer. Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And uh, they would like to talk with you. And, you know, it's uh, not just about uh, getting a product to you or... Uh, or, or even as they're called our customer support team to uh, think about those kind of issues. But they would love to just help you when you need it the most and maybe navigate through uh, some of the uh, issues you might be having. And then, yes, being able to uh, provide some of those resources for you, recommend what might be best for you. And they'll have a sympathetic ear to you, and they'll really be a lifeline to you as you uh, as you talk to them. So give them a call at 800-488-HOPE, and they'd uh, love to have that conversation with you. Well, if you'd like to speak with June about a specific situation in your life on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, give us a call at 800-NIGHT-17, that's 800-N-I-G-H-T-1-7, and uh, you can... Uh, talk to us about what questions you have and what kind of guidance, what direction you think you would uh, be helped by the most, and we'll we'll be happy to do that. We'll set up a call between you and June and have that on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, and we'd love to uh, have you as part of the program here. So the number again, 800-NIGHT-17, that's 800-644-4817. Let's return to our conversation now with Jason. Well... Jason, when I think of getting you back to the man that your wife would respect, um, let me ask, did you both have a, um, what I'm going to call a right relationship with the Lord? Um did you, at one time, the two of you, um, would you say that you had a spiritual connection with the Lord as well as with her? No, I don't think we did. Um, I did before we got together, and then when I got with her, I, I didn't go back to church. I wanted to. I kind of put that in the focus, but I kind of just didn't go with it. Um, she believes in God, but she just didn't want to go to church. She she felt that um, her sleep was more important to her than going to church. Um, 
Okay. So what you're saying is she does not have a relationship at this time um, that's manifested by um, yielding to what the Lord would want her to do. Um, obviously, she has qualities that you have liked and you love her. But um, so what do you think what do you think God wants you to do in regard to uh, the relationship that you had had previously with the Lord? Get on my knees and pray for her. Mm-hmm. Okay. And keep praying. Does she have any uh, sense of you wanting to be led by the Lord? Um, or is that not part of her language or lifestyle? It's hard to say. Um, I think if she lets go and gives it a chance, I think he would come around. He's just not surrendering, surrendering to the passion, basically. If she drops the walls of Society and the world, I think she could come around. Mm -hmm. um, she's a good woman, and I think that having a mentor and having Christ-like people around her, I think, could drop a lot of those walls around her. Mm-hmm. Um, Just having people in her life and supporting her on a Christ basis, I think, would help her a lot. I believe someday she will drop a lot of those walls and become a and become a Christian. Um, but time, time tell. Um, she has a lot of those traits. Um, but she needs those types of people in her life. So I know that, of course, she. I know she has children. Now, these are her children. Is this correct from a previous marriage? Well, she has one adopted, and then she has one of her own that doesn't live with her. Okay, so she has one adopted child that does live with her. Is that correct? No. No, she adopted no. one out. Oh. That lives in 
Colorado, and then she has one that doesn't live with her. So, right now, under under her roof, um, she has kids living under her roof. No kids. Okay. Correct. So, I know that there was an issue of you had mentioned those, those kids were the roommates. Oh. Okay. I see. So But when I when I picked up the the high chair and threw it down and then I turned off the car in the middle of driving when I was in the passenger seat. Mm -hmm. That scared her enough to leave because it frightened her because of my anger. So in the past, have you had, um, at times, anger out of control? Has no, been... I have not. This is the first time. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Well, I think then it's determining, number one, about you being authentically the man that God created you to be. Um, obviously, you're saying that right now... Um, you could see that she could come to Christ, but that has not happened thus far. And right. does she does she respect you being a Christian or not really? Yes. Okay, you're saying she does respect you being a Christian. Yes, she does. Okay, it could be that by virtue of being a Christ follower, um, the Bible does say, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together, referring to being in a church fellowship. And there could be an approach where you would say, I I want to be a man of God who who is led by the one who created me led by by the Lord and I I think we could have the strongest uh marriage if we were both willing to be a part of a church fellowship where there are other couples and would you be willing to for us to be I've a actually part tried that. Mm -hmm. she says don't. she says what she tells me don't not to push 
Mm-hmm. Well, that could be then a role. I have known men whose wives were not at that point uh, willing to be a part of uh, of growing in wisdom through the Lord uh, with uh, within a church fellowship, and uh, some husbands have chosen to say, "I I know I want to be growing, and I need this for my life, and this is what is." A appropriate for me and so I'm going to be a part of a church and where basically you're you're saying there you know there's a we are tripart people tripart means three parts of us body soul which is the mind oh. will and emotions and spirit, and yeah. we we can um, suffer from spiritual malnutrition, and that means you have a choice to say, "I'm I not trying to pressure you. I I will I I don't want to pressure you, but I know for me." What will be best is for me to grow spiritually. Um, and so I need this part of my being to be fed spiritually. And so I'm going to make the decision to do what will enable me to be to be the best husband I can be and say, you know, I want to love you in um, an unselfish way and I want to be the man that God wants me to be. That's only going to enhance our marriage. So I'll plan to do this and if at any time you would like to join me, that would be wonderful. If you or a loved one are struggling with a difficult life issue, we want to encourage you to check out the free resources from June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. At hopefortheheart.org forward slash free, you'll find over 50 free resources that you can download straight to your phone or computer. Our free PDF resources provide quick answers from God's Word on real life issues, including anger, abuse, anxiety, family issues, forgiveness, and more. They are absolutely free and easy to access. Many of our listeners have found these to be helpful for overcoming personal challenges, and some have found them to be a useful ministry tool to share with others who need help with a personal struggle like guilt, stress, or worry. Whatever issue you or a loved one are facing, you can find helpful free resources at hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. Are you struggling with a difficult life issue? Maybe it's a family problem, a private struggle, or something in your past you've never resolved. 
The good news is you're not alone. Sometimes we need to talk things through with someone who will listen to our story and help make sense of what we're experiencing. For more than 20 years on Hope in the Night, June Hunt has listened to thousands of personal stories, heartaches and challenges from people like you, and provided compassionate counsel from God's Word. No matter what the issue is, family, marriage, anxiety, abuse, grief, or just the daily stresses of work and life, June would love to talk with you and share help and hope through God's Word. If you'd like to talk with June on Hope in the Night, give us a call at one 800 917 We'll protect your privacy, and sharing your story might bless someone else's life. Give us a call today at 1-800-917. That's 1-800-644-4817. You're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of Hope for the Heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. We're here because of your ongoing prayers and continued support of our ministry. We thank you. If you have questions or concerns about any of the topics on the program, you can call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. And they're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. Their number, again, 800-488-HOPE. And I want to recommend one of our keys for living called reconciliation, rebuilding the broken relationships. Customer support can help you get that if that's going to be helpful for you. Also, you can email them at customer support at hopefortheheart.org. That's customer support at hopefortheheart.org. And ask any questions you have regarding topics or resources and uh, let them know what might be going on in your life, what you have questions about, and they can suggest some of our resources for you. Again, that's customer support at hopefortheheart.org. Returning now, June, to our conversation with Jason. Hey, Jason, I I just thought of one thing that I'm going to mention to you. Um, One of the scriptures that is uh, clear is, uh, do not be unequally yoked, or what does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? Etc. Now, I'm thinking entirely different, different right now. I'm going to pose something to you. Not that this is what you should do, but I had an uncle. Um, he was incredibly kind. He had a reputation of never saying an unkind word about anyone. And I knew that was his reputation, and I, <clears throat> and he, he, he was wonderful. But I can tell you, he was married to someone who was mean as a snake. <clears throat> and, uh, I mean, at times, to a degree, she scared me. You know, I, I definitely did not want to be on her bad side. And many... You know, t- you know t- time went on, and I, I, I didn't think that much of it. I was... I just grew up um, with my cousin, my cousins, uh, her, their two sons, and yet um, in adulthood, I, I remember there was a point at which there was, I, I could just tell somehow my aunt changed. And finally, I asked my uncle, what um, 
has there been some kind of change? Now, this is when they weren't young. Um, and he said, well, he said, just to let you know, we have been watching Dr. Charles Stanley on television for a number of months. And uh, he's, he said she prayed to receive Jesus watching him. And I thought, oh, wow. Because I could tell there was a change. It, and now I'm no way saying that your wife is mean as a snake. I'm, I'm just t- telling you that was my aunt. And I saw a kindness. I thoughtful. I mean, I I could not imagine. I thought, what has happened? Because she's not like she was before. And I I just say that you know maybe there could be uh, a meaningful time of um, you you prioritizing really wanting to grow spiritually and just say, I'd, you know, I'd love for you to, to join me and where you would be uh, growing based on there are several excellent communicators of truth, pastors, um, and now uh, Dr. Charles Stanley has gone to be with the Lord. That's that's relatively new. But the point is, um, like, well, but there are there are a number of others that um, I, I one day. I look at the Red Network a lot, so I know there's a lot out there. Um, yeah. Oh, and and Jeff has reminded me that. Yes, his program is still on. In fact, I, I, I just was. Uh, there was something that I just heard um, at at our uh, uh, Criswell College, where they did a special uh, uh, on his life, a tribute to his life, and they were saying how this ministry was still on all the stations that they were on. Anyway, so. It's just trying to think ahead of just saying, I want, I just want to grow spiritually. And I'm, that is what is right for me. And so it's thinking about what would be beneficial to her, to your wife. Um, What do you think about that? I will use some of those techniques, and I will try to share some with her. Um, Like, I wish we could spend some more time together, and I had a car, or she has, I don't have a car at the moment. Um, She's got all the cars because I can't drive because of my seizures. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. 
And if I had a car and she would get in it or I would have some program on and in the car in the background and she could listen to it, or if, like, we were sleeping beside beside each other again, I would have some program on where she could hear it, um, where I could have my spiritual program. It would help her out, I know, but with us being in separate homes at the moment, it, it's going to be tough. Um, which I wish I could do that, but, and I'll pray about it, and maybe God can maybe send her a mentor or something. Um, well, I, I, I will just say also, my uh, my father was very uh, mm, uh, controlling, and I remember there was a point at which he uh, forbid all of us going to church, but he had not been in church basically like for uh, 40 years except for weddings and funerals. And um, but when when he forbid all of us going, and that was had been previously the only non-negotiable that she, my mom had, uh, and that was for us to be in a church. Now we I, I grew up in a in an adulterous home, so it was messy. But the point is, there was um, my mother said, "I will stay home with you as long as the children can go." To church, she said um, they need character building. So she was trying to please, try, try, try to appeal to my dad. They need character building. And uh, at this point, finally, we were in a biblically based church, and we had not been in a biblical, biblically based church at all uh, for years because she didn't know anything. She she just knew one denomination. That's what she grew up. Uh, in that in that type of church, but the bottom line is, Dad said, "Oh, okay, you know, as long as he she let's see, as long as she was uh, staying home with him, but she would turn on the radio so that it would be just loud enough, and it could be te television, but in this case, um, she." And Dad liked the music at the beginning. And so a number of years, there was the nurturing of, I, I would say she had a spiritual nurturing going on toward my dad, um, who was a very difficult man. And yet he continued to literally be exposed to things of, of God. And uh, he actually uh, did not uh, defy her. And I think he enjoyed the, those opportunities to hear um, actually ex some excellent messages uh, for for a number of years, now mother was growing apart from that in a different way, where she had friends who came around her and were teaching her the Bible because she didn't know the Bible, and it was fantastic. And I'll forever be grateful for those friends. But my point is, while 
it, we're, we're, I'm, I'm really thinking about for the future. But right now, for you, you do need to be able to be growing spiritually because that's going to feed you. And part of that is having time where you're saying, Lord, teach me your word. Um, I'm, I'm open. But, you know, if you can go to a church that is, I understand you don't have uh, uh, wheels right now, but um, do you have a way to be a part of a church? Yeah, Otherwise? I go to a church. I get rides um, on every okay. Sunday. Um, to go, I go to Life Point Valley Center, uh, which is a Assemblies of God Church, which is a mm-hmm. biblical church. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a great church. I love going. Okay. Then, um, as you are growing, a part of the growth will be how to meet her uh, her emotional needs in terms of what what is meaningful to her as a marriage partner. Have you all talked about that? Um, we're in the process of talking about that, but it's going to take time. Um, we can't solve this overnight. Mm-hmm. So, well, I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do then. I'll go on and send you uh, our keys on marriage and for there to be looking at what to prioritize. And part of this is prioritizing her and praying for her. Uh, that, that you will be the man that God would want you to be in the marriage. And what is your role to be a blessing to her as a husband? And, you know, I think even saying that to her, just say, you know, I I have something that these are uh, keys, like counseling keys for marriage, because, and you say, I want to be the best husband that I can be, and I'm open to hearing what you would say, because she'll have a perspective that times, again, we have blind spots. But God will give uh, you wisdom. We will send our keys for living on marriage called To Have and To Hold. We'll send that to tonight's caller. We do that free of charge, and we're able to do that because of your generous support of this ministry. If you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash givehope. We thank you. You may order resources for yourself at 800 800- 488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and past programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also, our program can be found on all major podcast platforms. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope.